Hey, this is Adam Penapinto. I'm the pastor here at Hope Covenant Church, and I'm so glad that you're joining with us today. Whether this is your first time listening or you're a part of our Hope Covenant Church family, we would love to connect with you via social media on all social media outlets or on our website, hopecovenant.cc. I hope this word encourages, inspires, and challenges you in your daily walk with God as we dig deeper into his word. Let's jump right into today's message. Can we welcome our visitors, those that are watching online, um, those that are listening on the podcast? The message is God is expanding the expectant. And I want to explain that title to you. Let's just welcome the presence of the Lord and seal this. Father, I thank you for your words this morning. I thank you, Lord, that you'll speak to us. And I thank you, God, as we open our hearts and we open our ears. I thank you, Lord, for divine appointments, and I thank you that we're in the right place at the right time, that nobody is here by accident, but that we're all here on purpose for a purpose. I thank you for those that are watching online in their homes, and I thank you, Lord, that we would encounter you, those that are in your cars, that are driving wherever you are this morning. Lord, we open our hearts with anticipation and expectation. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for a move of your spirit. In Jesus' name, if you believe that, we just shout amen. Amen. First Chronicles 4, let's start at 9, and I'll read 9 and 10. It says, There was a man named Jabez who was more honorable than any of his brothers. His mother named him Jabez because his birth had been so painful. Everybody say painful. Now, I've never delivered a child. I'm, I'm, I'm just not capable of doing that by the nature of the fact that I'm a bro. But I can tell you that I've heard it's painful. And I can tell you that I'm grateful that I will never have to go through that. But Liz will. And I can tell you that many of you are experiencing birthing pains right now. And it's it, that God is doing something in the middle of that pain where there's preparation in the pain. And you go, I don't understand the season I'm in because it's, a, it's been painful. And I've been through some disappointments and I've had to press through. But I want you to understand, as we talked about last week with Jesus, as we were celebrating Resurrection Sunday, he persevered and went through the cross. And because of that, each of us are saved here sitting here today, hopefully. And if not, we have that opportunity available to you. But he persevered on the cross. Some of you are in a season of persevering and pushing through. I want to encourage you that don't get around the moment, go through the moment. Because God is preparing you for great things. You go, I'm tired of that word. Don't get tired. Don't grow weary in well-doing. For in the right season that is appointed by God, we will reap the reward. Can I get an amen from anybody who's ready for the reward? Verse 10. He was the one who prayed to the God of Israel. Oh, that you would bless me and expand my territory. Everybody say, expand my territory. Please be with me in all that I do. In other words, God, I need this to be by your strength, not in mine. Not in my strength, but in your strength. One of the reasons why I'm not moved by things that I would have been moved about years ago is because I am really trusting that the Lord is with me and ordaining my steps. And no matter what it looks like in the natural, I'm going to see by the spirit what God is doing. Some of you need to get your spiritual eyes to see what God is doing in the spirit and off of the things that you see in the natural. Let me give you an example. Let's say I planted a church and let's say there were empty seats here. And let's say that bothered me. Is that the Lord that that's bothering me? Probably not. 
I need to trust that who comes is here in the moment that they're here and that God builds the church. Unless the Lord builds the church, I will labor in vain. Can I get an amen from anybody who's there? Some of you have been laboring in vain where you need to stop doing things in your strength and begin to lean on Holy Spirit. We are a Holy Spirit-inspired church, which means, by the way, the church is not a building. It's the people here. We need to be inspired by Holy Spirit, trusting in his divine appointments that we're in the right place at the right time because God will do what only he can do when we trust his ordination and make ourselves available to be in the right place at the right time so the word here he was the one who prayed to the God of Israel oh that you would bless me and expand my territory please be with me in all that I do and keep me from all trouble and pain and God granted him his request when you surrender to the Lord and you give things to the Lord he destines and ordains those divine appointments he will do what only he can do and we will be in the right place at the right time in the right moment that God will open doors and close doors and we need to trust him with that God is expanding the expectant so understand that you might not feel like you're you are where you want to be but perhaps are you where God wants you to be in this moment even if it's at a standstill that the Lord is doing some things. You go, I'm not sure where I'm at. Maybe you need to fast and pray. I feel the Lord calling this church to a fast so you can begin to hear the Lord. You go, I don't like fasting. Well, good. That's good for your flesh. I don't like fasting either. I'm Italian. Give me spaghetti and meatballs on day one. About four hours into fasting, I just start groaning. You go, oh, okay, what is that? It's called humanity. It's called the flesh. And fasting is where you overcome the flesh, where you start hearing by the spirit. The problem is we have a generation that's not willing to sacrifice at all, but they want the reward. I'll say we instead of they, so that it doesn't sound like I'm pointing a finger because I'm a part of that. And it's all about dying to the flesh so that we could hear by the spirit. The Lord wants you to tune your spirit in because when you tune your spirit in, you save yourself from the trouble that it says here, God, I need you to save me from the trouble. I need you to save me from the pain. How, listen, it's go, there's going to be a pain to the flesh, but I can tell you, your spirit will thrive. When you overcome the flesh and get into the spirit. So God is expanding the expectant. I want to encourage you to expect great things from God this year. But when it comes to expectation, are we expecting something that's preconceived in our flesh, in our carnality? One of the reasons why I have a love-hate relationship with the word revival. I love the, the true meaning of revival. I love the true meaning of awakening. But one of the things that scares me is oftentimes in a church, when they say they want revival, what they mean is they want big crowds. It means nothing about the presence of the Lord, and we repent for that in Jesus' name. I don't necessarily just want big crowds. I want supernatural signs and wonders that will attract big crowds because people are hungry for the Lord. I don't just want a big church for the sake of having a big church. I want a big God who demonstrates his presence, and out of that, it attracts a natural, oh my goodness, what's going on there? 
You know, how do you want to market Hope Covenant Church? I want the presence of the Lord to be so strong in this room because where two or three are gathered that are willing to be set apart and walk holy, that there's a sense when you drive by. Listen, I was, I was just talking to somebody this week in the town of Huntersville about how many cars drive by this building. And I started walking around the building. The Lord told me, in fact, you can ask Liz, I was here late last night, and the Lord told me, walk around the parking lot and pray. That there would be a presence of the Lord on this property that would attract cars and paralyze them when they drive by. That they would start walking in this room and go, I don't know what happened. All I know is I, I just passed by and I sensed the presence of the Lord and I had to know what's going on. But we need to carry that as individuals. What does that mean? In order for God to expand us, we have to be willing to lay down our convenience and spend time in his presence. I have this habit every night I watch, I have a, the HBO Max app is, is, uh, is free on my, on my phone. I have AT&T, and, and so they give me that, and that's, that's a wonderful, great distraction. And I usually put it on at night to turn my mind off, and I, I'll watch something and kind of spend you know, 20, 30 minutes watching stuff. And the Holy Spirit started convicting me. In fact, there were a couple nights this week. I just, I just put my phone down, and, and the Lord said, I, I want you to hunger after me. I want to speak to you about some things, and I want to talk to you, and I can't talk to you when your mind is here. How many of you know obedience is better than sacrifice? Yes. Okay, sacrifice of that's great, but the obedience of that, that's what the Lord is looking for. Yep. And when he speaks, I need to yes, sir, him. Can I get a witness? Yes. So I was obedient to that and literally started writing down some things that God was speaking to me that were in my childhood. I started dreaming dreams and the Lord was speaking to me about some things that he was destining for me and I was writing them down and it was journaling some things and the revelation of what was happening in the Lord's presence. I went, oh my Lord, why am I having these dreams and seeing the clarity of some things? The Lord was like, he was connecting dots for me and I was seeing the picture. How many of you have ever done the connect the dots where you it's like you draw a line from here to here to here to here and then all of a sudden you see this picture that's stenciled out the lord was doing that it's not that he was playing a riddle game with me he was speaking to me and out of my obedience he was showing me the picture used to drive me crazy how many of you have ever looked at those 3d eye pictures it's like you got to focus all weird and at, at first i swore it was demonic i was like this is i cannot see this it's got to be demonic i would cast the spirit out of that piece of paper every time and my brother-in-law, who's no longer with us, he's with Jesus. He was like, Adam, you're, 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 you're too analytical. You need to relax your eyes and, and then pull it out. And I was like, I can't see this. <laughs> Oftentimes, the presence of the Lord can be like that. You need to relax and rest your spirit in the presence of the Lord that your eyes can focus in and see by the spirit and not in the natural. And that's where creativity comes from. There is an outpouring of creative when you're in his presence. I was listening to worship songs uh, this week. You know, we always look for new songs to do and we have rehearsal on Thursday night. So it's like, oh, I got to find a new song. And I'm listening and I, I, was, I was worn out. I'm like, God, why does all worship music sound the same right now? It's wearing a hole in me. It's like the same sound, the same four chords. Can I get a witness band? Like uh, throwing that fifth chord, God forbid, you know, oh, whoa. And I was worn out by it. I said, Lord, we need revival so bad because creativity comes from his presence. I believe that this is a year, though, where God is fulfilling miracles. 
And when you press in, he's doing what only he can do. Maybe you're believing God for a spouse and you're going, where are the godly men? Which is a great question. Where are they? They're out there. Your man is out there. I want to encourage you. I got a prophetic word for you. Your man is out there. Your woman is out there. If you're a single man and you're looking for the right woman. How do I find that person? You surrender to the Lord and you start asking him for it. Because how many of you know when you make his requests made known, he's faithful. He's faithful. He's not going to hang you out there. You go, am I late? No. Liz and I right now, seeking God for kids. We've had two miscarriages. You know what? I don't understand that. But do you know what I understand? I don't understand his ways. But when I surrender and stop trying to understand and I rest in his presence and stop trying to fill in the blank and let God do what only God can do, I trust his ordination. I trust his appointments and I trust his timing. And I trust that our baby will come in the right time. When we wake up and we feel the... The, the dread come on us of, oh my Lord, this is another day of what am I about to walk through? You just start declaring, there's no weapon formed up against me can prosper. I declare the joy of the Lord that's my strength. It's not your joy. It's the joy of the Lord. Aren't you grateful for that? Which means there's a never-ending supply of that when you tap into the presence of the Lord. You know what? It makes you, it makes you happy. But it's beyond happy. It's joy. Joy is not circumstantial. Happiness is. Which means that when times are tough, God is good. When times are good, God is good. God does not change. He doesn't fall off of his throne no matter what we're experiencing, no matter what we're going through. Your healing is here. Start declaring it until you see it. There's power of life and death in the tongue. Start watching your mouth and using it for godly purposes. And for God's sake, somebody get excited and shout amen. I'm telling you, there's good things on its way. Well, I'm not sure about this. I'm not sure about my marriage. I'm not sure about this. I'm not sure about that. You know what you could be sure of? You could be sure of the fact that this is a season of dying to self and living for Christ and trusting in him and knowing that he will do what needs to be done. Period. End of story. You can lift your, I say it all the time, lift your hands in the air and wave them like you just don't care and give up and let God. God is expanding the expectant. The question is, are you expecting? And so the message this morning is really simple. I want you to just take a deep breath this morning. I didn't come to wave a finger at you. I'm not coming to, 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 to accuse you of not trusting in the Lord. What I'm saying is let's all examine our lives and ask God where we need to begin to be obedient to the things of God so that we could hear his voice, so we could be in the right place at the right time where he could supernaturally do what needs to be done. Because I believe that we're walking in a season where we need to press into the Lord more than ever before. If you look around, just turn on the news. We need Jesus. You go, the world is so dark right now. Yes, and that gives such an opportunity. How many of you know light overcomes darkness? What an opportunity we have right now. To display the confident joy of the Lord. That we're confident that the Lord is working on our behalf. Are you confident that the Lord's got you? Are you confident? Are you expecting that God is going to do what only God can do in your life? Are you asking God to expand your territory? Are you focused on me, 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 or are you focused on others? If you have a great need, go meet somebody else's need and watch what God does for you. It's the simple, it's a simple principle of sowing and reaping. You go, I don't, and that's what this whole message, by the way, is going to be about next week. Sowing and reaping. We're going to talk about some spirits 
that are in operation in the earth right now that need to be overcome and we need to recognize some things. Uh, the Lord has been speaking to me. I've been really, really, really uncomfortable over the past couple of weeks as I've been talking to the Lord because the Lord has been telling me and commissioning me that I need to communicate some things that are in the gospel, that are in the word, that I need to say that are very difficult to say, but I can't pick and choose what scriptures I read. I don't have that convenience. And the Lord has been saying, okay, this is a rubber meets the road moment for you. Either you're just going to preach the happy prosperity message or you're going to go for it and speak the difficult things that are in the scripture that we need to live by on those principles as well. By the way, can I just go ahead and, and, and what is it? Is it debunk? Is that the right word? Debunk? Some, some false thinking? There is no such thing as the prosperity gospel. No such thing. You go, what, what do you mean there's no such thing? There's no such thing as prosperity gospel. There's the gospel. There's the message of the blood and the cross. The gospel is the gospel is the gospel. We've created this man-made thing called the prosperity gospel. I do believe there are off-kilter prosperity messages, but there's no such thing as anything else other than the gospel, the blood and the cross, and the message of salvation and lordship, and that is it. And I refuse to allow that to be perverted. It's like worship. We've created this thing called prophetic worship. Find it for me in the Bible. I do believe in the prophetic, and I do believe in worship, and I do believe that when we get into moments of worship, we see the prophetic, but prophetic worship, uh, there's worship is not about you. It never will be. It is about the King of kings and the Lord of lords. It is directed to Jesus, and I will not allow that to be perverted in my life. Now, will the Lord speak to us in moments of worship? Absolutely. I'm longing for that. But let's not make worship about us. And I see this culturally happening in the church. Well, we're, this is prophetic worship, and we sing about me. Worship should never be sung about you and your journey. Worship is about the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And in this tabernacle of worship, that's how we're going to keep it. Okay. So are we expecting God to expand our territory like we just read in, in First Chronicles? Obedience is better than sacrifice. So what is the commission this week? We need to do what God says to do and not delay. When he says to do it, that settles it. So there are many of you in this room right now that need to prepare yourselves as you step out in faith and walk by faith and not by sight. I've said this before that we we're, we're taught in theology that the opposite of faith is fear. I believe the opposite of faith is sight because if you, if you don't see it, you have to walk by faith, right? So get ready for God to tell you to do some things this year. That you go, that's insane. I don't know that I can do that. Well, good. You probably should. If you heard that from the Lord and you can't do it in your own strength, that gives God the opportunity to show up and show off and do what only he can do. And that's where we are being expanded and we are expecting God. We have to have God move or we're not going to make it. If your vision doesn't include that God has to do this, it's probably not big enough. You need to expand your vision this year. Begin to write things down. Couples, you need to begin to pray together about what does God want to do through us. You're a unit. You're, there's a covenant relationship. Join with your covenant partner. Get into unity with your covenant partner. Communion. Common unity. 
get into the common unity with your spouse and travail and work through the things that need to be worked through that you have that unity that you can see God bless you and take you to places that you can't get on your own. And God is doing that. I believe God is in the healing business. So he's healing some things. He's healing relationships. He res- he's restoring relationships. He's restoring the things that you felt were lost in your future that you could never get to. God is going to do that, but he's going to do it. He's going to wait for your obedience. Right. Obedience is far better than sacrifice. But this year, I believe God is going to show up and show off in, in signs, wonders, and miracles for many of you that have been expecting God. What do we do? We worship and we get close to the Lord so we can hear his voice and see him do what only he can do. Lord, I just declare that over every person in this room this morning, that you would do what only you can do. Lord, we just thank you this morning. We, We surrender to you. Lord, I thank you that this year you're expanding us as we expect you to move on our behalf. Lord, we need to be willing to go where you want to go even this morning in this service just taking a whole right turn from the message and doing what you want to do lord i ask you to open doors that we could reach this world for you lord i thank you for the businesses in this room that you're causing to flourish for kingdom purposes it's all about your kingdom god and we repent for focusing on us and me 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 We ask you, Lord, to move in our lives and give us divine appointments to make an impact on your kingdom. I thank you, Lord, for peace over every person in this room, grace over this season that we're in. And Lord, that you would create a spirit of joy where there's heaviness, that we can begin to see and hear clearly from you in where you want to take us and where you want to navigate us to be. I thank you, God, for your divine appointments. We ask you, Lord, to crank up the supernatural in our lives. Lord, we want to see you show up and show off. We need you to move in this church, Jesus, over every person here. I thank you, Lord, for waiters and waitresses that would begin to carry your light, that would begin to minister to others. I thank you, God, for for using every situation that we could be a light. Spread the message of your gospel and your hope to a generation that desperately needs it. Jesus, use us this morning. Wake us up to your your purposes. Wake us up to your anointing. And I thank you, God. It's not by our strength, but it's yours. Strengthen us this morning in Jesus' name. With every eye closed, I want to ask you, If you've been weary this morning, just lift your hands. If you're like, I'm exhausted. Yes, that's me. My spirit's exhausted. My soul's exhausted. Lord, I thank you for your refreshing this morning in Jesus' name. I thank you for your joy this morning. We came to encounter you. That you would break off the the weights of this world and the, and the, the chains that hold us bound. In Jesus' name, Lord, we repent for everything that's kept us from you. Every bit of sin, every thought that's not been, uh, been, been held captive, that we've, that we've allowed our minds to go crazy and just think, 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 Lord, we repent for that right now. And we shut that down in Jesus' name. Some of you need, the Lord's showing me this, that you need to declare right now. You need to say, I've got the mind of Christ. 
I've got the mind of Christ. Say that out loud. I've got the mind of Christ. And I repent for every thought that's not been in line with your word. I declare mind. You will submit to the thoughts of Jesus right now. In Jesus' name, I declare peace. And I thank you for the mind of Christ in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Just lift your hands. And just let the peace of God wash over you this morning. Yeah. I thank you, Lord, for your peace. If you're listening on the podcast, thank you for joining with us this morning. Um, Just following the leading of the Spirit this morning. Very different direction than I thought, but that's why we're doing all this. Because we want to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. Um, Next week, uh, we're going to be talking about... um, Again, this this subject of God expanding the expectant, and I'll go through the message next week. We're going to give out some pledge cards next week as well. We're going to believe God for some supernatural provision for this church to do some things that God's been showing us and speaking to us about as leadership. And I'll talk to you about that next week. I don't want to get into any more. I want to declare that this is the best week ever and that there would be divine favor on each of your lives and that you would have a week of just lighthearted joy as you spend time in the presence of the Lord. And maybe you know there's not confusion in the presence of the Lord. That's solved in the presence of the Lord. So I thank you for clarity of mind over every person in here. I thank you for greater things that you're expanding our territory, giving us divine favor with who we need to sit in front of. I thank you, Lord, this is going to be the week like we've never had before as we press into you, Jesus. If you believe that, we just shout amen. Amen. Guys, thank you so much for being here this morning. Well, you're going to do this again next week. Don't you love the presence of the Lord? If you enjoyed today's message, I want to encourage you to like it and share it on social media or jump onto our website, hopecovenant.cc, and click on our giving link and help us continue to share the message of Jesus across the world. God bless you and have an awesome week.